tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. Go get DC Benny. Bring him in the studio. Well, Rob yelled at me. Oh, you asked I was a like, question. Well, I was like, that's right. And you're like, you're good. By the way, Dominic was not old enough to win money. So. Right. Well, his mother. His mother no, is. He was he on the phone. Just made the call. No, he, he the fact that he was on there and made the call. By the way, I don't think the rules say 18 and older. It just says oh, must absolutely. be in the listening audience. Absolutely. Listening yeah, area. You don't know. If you knew, you would have known the rules. You would have told that guy from Connecticut he couldn't win when he got his hopes up. Dominic needs to stay in school and figure out that uh, $500 could buy you way more than four journey tickets. Uh, it does not say. <laughs> he could have went to Disney and, and <laughs> journey. Absolutely. There's DC Benny. How are you, buddy? Have a, have a, have a seat. Come on in. There you go. Uh, how you doing, my man? Very, very nice to have you on the show. D DC Benny, what, are they not working on the, I have nine people that work on the show, and not one of them could prepare headphones the right way before a guest walks in. You are a tall gentleman. Well, yes, uh, indeed. Uh, nice to see you. Nice to see now, you. Now, uh, I've been a fan of your of your comedy for a long time. Oh, well, that's nice to but hear. But then, the, but then the, you go on Last Comic Standing, and everybody's like, oh, look at this new guy this that new just guy. came out. Yeah. yeah. It's Isn't that annoying? An overnight sensation. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> After 28 years. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty soon they're going to get, uh, they're gonna, I'm going to see, what's his name? Um, oh, Jesus Christ. I lost Voss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see Voss's teeth first, and then you see Voss. Oh, yeah. it's so funny is that that's really how Voss got any recognition. The after teeth? after the teeth. Did you ever see those old school pictures of him with the long hair? I knew him back then. Oh, I knew him with the, with the mullet. Yeah. yeah In we, the crack days, you knew him? Yeah, I knew him in the crack days when he would, uh, we did uh, all the black rooms together. Oh, so, that's what yeah. he always says. Yeah. Now, how does that work out for you? Well, you know, I mean, is it scary? I mean, I look. I grew up in Washington D.C. Went to D.C. public schools, the only school system with White History Month. So I was kind of, you know, <laughs> I was kind of used to it. Well, you, you know? when you pick a name like uh, D.C. Benny, are you when D.C. gets like when Marion Barry is in there, you're like, oh great, I got to change this now to Baltimore Benny. Well, the uh, the that name got picked for me. Oh yeah. Uh, when in uh, in the when I was in the rooms, uh, this guy Jimmy Mack, Uncle Jimmy Mack, who died in the Tracy Morgan in oh, a really? car accident, he named everybody. He, no one could say my last name, which is Wartovsky. No one could say it. So he's like, people are retarded. Wartovsky. No yeah. one could say it. So yeah. he's like, he's like, you. you he named Brooklyn Mike Brooklyn Mike. So he's like, you're from D.C. You named Benny. Now you're D.C. Benny. <laughs> <laughs> the genius in yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Very nice. Oh, I would have been Fat Mike. That would have been terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so so where do you get started? Like, how old are you when you get started? I got started, uh, let's see. I was in college at the University of Maryland. Right. Doing a talent show, and I made fun of all the professors. I did... I did uh, you know impressions of all the professors and um and you I get was, that rush while you're doing oh, it oh man it was awesome man. Yeah. i was like this i don't know how i'm gonna do this but this is what i need to be doing. right, right, you know, right. this is what are you in college for at the time i was an english major uh -huh. so you know i was gonna be flipping burgers right, uh, right. <laughs> I, and i had I was what do doing, you hope what is the best hope that you're an english teacher i don't even know i just liked writing yeah, yeah. i sucked at math 
Uh, I wasn't very athletic. I wasn't uh, See, in, science. It, you it, know, it, it's your parents should have picked up on the fact that you were creative. You want to write. You want to do that stuff. Yeah. That's that's where it should get. They should say, "Hey, you should do like in my school, in my high school." If I would have been like, "I love to write," they would have been like, "Great, Wall Street's waiting for you." You know, like they push <laughs> you to do things you don't want to do. Well, for me, is both my parents were very creative. They're yeah, both okay. artists, so I came from that already and I and what kind of like, artist my dad uh, he was like a, a painter, painter artist he was a painter my mother was a dancer by, like, not by a for a living dancer, no but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> my mom Different made dancer. way more than my dad <laughs> you, did your dad sell his for, art that's how he, he lived did, he did and he also taught uh he taught at uh, universities he taught art and stuff like that. that's so pretty cool i was just surrounded in this yeah. kind of fellini movie mm-hmm. you know so i mean <laughs> the i was the artist. Up messed up somehow uh-huh. anyway you know how are you not gay yeah well my brother is oh there you go one of you guys got it. <laughs> he's having a ball uh, and uh good night mm. and uh um yeah so it it, it it i grew up in that kind of environment of so when you like, when you do the talent show and you get bit by the bug now you're like all right i think i want to do this i was like i gotta figure this how am i gonna do this so the first uh uh, uh there was a, a mooney bar that was owned by these Korean Moonies. The Moonies were like the old, the 70s Scientologists. Yeah. Everybody was, everybody hated them even though they didn't really get what's going on. And they had a lot of real estate. So yeah. they had this bar. Well, I don't know how that jibed with the whole religion thing, but they had this bar. So me and these two, uh, this guy in my, uh, uh, I, we were in some class together. He's like, I do comedy with my twin brother. He's like, let's, I would go to this Mooney bar. So we went out there <laughs> and there was like five people in the audience and they were heckling and I was just kind of laying into them and having a, and I was like, this is great. I mean, this is, you know, they were all drunk and everything. And then there was the, this uh, black club called uh, the Comedy Connection. And uh, this guy, uh, Chris Thomas, the mayor of Rap City, used to host, and right. Martin Lawrence came through there, and this guy, Tony Woods, and uh, uh, who's the other uh, dude that came? Th- uh, Martin Lawrence, Tommy Davidson, oh, yeah. like, all these guys came through there, and that's really where I kind of started making my bones. But that, know, that's really, if you can make it there, if you're a white guy making it in uh, a man, black it club. Was, it was uh, baptism by fire. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, I did get booed off and all that. I, I honestly like, don't yeah. think that I could ever go back if that happened. If I got booed <laughs> off, I'd be like, I'd, be, I'd relive that in my head a million times and i would never be able to do it again oh man it was like uh the worst part was i had friends come out which mm-hmm. that's when the best time to get booed off sure yeah, in front of everybody yeah. friends came out and i got uh, i got booed off i went down swinging uh got booed off and then i went the wrong way so i ended up in the bathroom so in order to exit the place you go I back walk back through, <laughs> oh. and the guy the host was like oh man look who did this brother. look at them shoes oh man look at that's a tear you know? <laughs> but it was it was cool man i, I you know rob's been doing uh, uh open mics and saying i think that's uh-huh. why i don't want to see you Subconsciously, why I always say I'm going to come see you and then I don't is because I don't want to see you fail. Yeah, yeah, that's why. I don't want it, it is because then I'm I'm going to lose all respect for you as my producer if I see you get booed uh, off the stage. Compared to the amount of respect you have now, yes, you're <laughs> you're up there high, like with my mailman and a couple other people. No, I don't know. Uh, he he's had good luck so far, but I think Rob's doing his thing. He's doing his thing. All right. And uh, but I think the time that I that I get booed off the stage by a black crowd is when I go, okay, I can't make it. Well, it's like you got to think what's worse, the, the, the booing or the, or sometimes the silence of the white crowd. Yes. Oh. The silence like the, the, the judgment of the... The hardest know. gig to me for, for for you would be like, okay, so Celine Dion decides she's going to go on a world <laughs> tour and she's like, hey, I want DC Benny. I saw him on TV. He's funny as hell. 
and they're going to pay you a gazillion dollars, but yeah. you know nobody wants to see you doing. They just want to hear her sing her Titanic song. Yeah, yeah. They have been. Uh, I opened for the Fugees, and it was like that. So the nobody, yeah. nobody wanted to see comedy. Nobody told them there was going to be a comedy. By a white guy. There. Oh man, everybody was everybody was Haitian. That was like a, yeah. a voodoo doll of me getting passed around, like <laughs> serpent and the rainbow dust getting blown. You know, it was, it was uh, oh man, that was that was. I've had I've opened for a few people, but you kind of, you know, you kind of just try and you write some Fuji material. Yeah, is what yeah, you yeah. do. You know, you do something. Oh man, that know? must be. And with rough. that, they like if you have a certain amount of time, you have to do. You got to do that time. Right, that's the, the band's not ready. That's you, the law, bro. You got to oh, do yeah. your time. Oh. Man. Do your time. Yeah, oh. yeah. So I couldn't oh, even it's, imagine. It's, uh, when do you start having success? Uh, you know, I think the first, the first, uh, I had been working in the clubs for a while, and I got a, a showtime at the Apollo, uh-huh. and that. There's one of them that's on YouTube that has like eight million oh, views really? or something. I don't know, but I, it was the first one I did, and everybody was getting booed off. That I, we keep going back to this, but everybody was getting booed off that they had booked all the booked acts. If you get booed off at the Apollo, that's kind of okay because you're right. Well, they booed to the get... host off. Too. Yeah, they yeah. booed, <laughs> they booed oh. Steve Harvey off. Right, you right. know, his toupee was getting all yeah. tilted. It was it was crazy, <laughs> and um, uh, so finally uh, the. There was two white guys that were going to go on, comedians that were a team, and they were like, "We're not, we're not going on." So, and I was just like in the wings, and the lady who booked it knew me, and she's like, "Hey, uh, you wanna, you wanna do? We need somebody to close this out." And I'm like, "I'll do it." You oh, know? really? And she's like, "You can say whatever you want. We'll just edit it. Just get this crowd back." So Steve Harvey went out and he gave this long speech about he's like, "There's not a lot of opportunity for black people, you know, black entertainers, blah blah blah." It was this whole thing. And then he's like, and now, <laughs> so the first word out of my mouth was surprise, and people just laughed, and then I did my thing, and it was cool. And that was my first uh, uh, TV credit, and then after that, I kind of went, uh, you know, it uh, eased me into the mainstream rooms, and I was... I, Go back and forth. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you bang uh, a little stump on your way out? <laughs> of the Apollo? That stump. <laughs> that stump. That's uh, so funny. I used to watch it whenever that was on uh, late at night. Yeah. And you would just get that pit in your stomach for whoever went out uh, there because you knew even if it was something that was going to be great but took two minutes to war- to build up, it oh, was never going to make get booed it. On that oh, show. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, that was my favorite part. I'm like, that child sucks. That child's going to get booed. He's going down. You That's know? so funny. So high in the world. I mean, that last comic standing, I don't get me wrong, I don't think it's a bad idea to do it, but I mean, I can't see a guy established like you that is like, all right, I'm give it a shot, you know, because you don't want to win, you just want to get that nah, I just wanted NBC to do TV sets. time. I just yeah. wanted sets on TV, uh, but I knew, you know, it's like they picked that season, uh, they picked some good people. Who was the host? I don't remember. Uh, was that, that was that before Jesselman? Oh, J.B. Smooth. Yeah. Yeah. Wanda, Wanda had kind of taken over the show, so it wasn't like. It, it there wasn't that kind of air of corruptness. That right, was right. Kind of previously, the previous incarnations had a bit of that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, 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 it's so it seemed like, look, you're just gonna go do some comedy, TV. What's the worst thing that could happen? Right. And I, you know, I went and I did my thing, and and my style is very storytelling. So it's not really acclimated for like short. Four, four minutes yeah. where you do your thing and, and get out and so I, my stuff had to get chopped up a little bit and this and that so it really you could, you you know, could come across on TV like a guy who's not funny because we didn't hear the whole the whole build up <laughs> this, guy this guy told weird punchlines I didn't even get the whole <laughs> they just showed all the setups <laughs> yeah. Yeah. this guy's just telling a story <laughs> Who are the, who are the judges? Was it Russell? Uh, Russell and Keenan and Roseanne. 
and uh, and uh, they were they were all very complimentary, and and they were we cool. It wasn't a thing where you know, like you know they got to tear everybody down. Yeah. Like, Roseanne got into it with some guy. I don't remember what it was. I remember. And um, uh, so it, it was it was an alright experience. You know, I'm not really. It's not necessarily the best vehicle for what I do, but it was just cool who, to be. You who know. won that year? Uh, Rodman won. Oh, Rodman won. He, he yes. came in. He was the worst on the air here. <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he was. He wasn't that bad. He will never be back on the show again. How many times do I say that? Uh, very, very rare. Thank you. No, Gallagher will probably be back one day. <laughs> okay. We had to kick Gallagher out, but and Gallagher still has a better chance of coming back than Rodman does. That's the truth. I mean, You're a real comedy connoisseur. I see you. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was at a meeting with the corporate people in this company, and they uh-huh. were talking about developing new radio shows. Mm-hmm. And the guy who was the head of, of programming was like, give me hear this guy, Rodman. And I go, yeah, I see him on TV now. He goes, my wife told me about him, and I won't watch him, and I think I could build a show around him. And I was like, okay. So then he was coming through town, and I was like, yeah, let's get him on the, let's get him on the show. I want to tell him that. I want to see who's yeah. And he's just dull. He just was, uh, I don't know. It was just, uh, no no offense to him. It just wasn't our cup of tea. No offense so. to him. He was dull, not funny. <laughs> yeah. He'll never be back. No offense, Rod, man. Yeah. But, uh, you know. I can't he help it. the guy, but. Uh, I, know, yeah. I, I, I think I remember now, we have like two black people that work here, and one of them happened to be in the hallway, and I brought her in. I was like, let me try to make some connection. <laughs> I wanted to be like, look, Maybe I know that's other why black. Remember quiet, that? Yeah. You know? yeah, that was it. It wasn't quiet. It was just like I couldn't get anything to work. Uh, well, I I won't comment on on, on the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I don't. But that's it. interesting to know. That's that's interesting to uh, to know. I've I've heard um, uh, the same kind of crap about it. Yeah. things. But uh, yeah, yeah. you know, to each everybody's got a certain style. They like. I, I keep it diplomatic. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. You ever get any feuds with anybody? I love that because comedians always have like one or two people that they hate. Patrice and I used to have a. Kind Patrice of a hate feud. everybody. Yeah, we had a kind of the thing, and then uh, why? Uh, I he's I, you know we used to sit at the cellar table, the comedy cellar yeah. table, and you know he, we were cool for a while, and then. I think he was on an anti-marriage thing, yeah. And I was, I he was on a real heavy-duty anti-marriage thing. I think he he said I was drinking at the time mm-hmm. too, so uh, I think he said something about my wife, oh, uh, something like that. And so it just got kind of, uh, it was coupled with that. And then there was this time where you know, in the in the New York clubs, you'll do like there'll be like uh, you know five ten comics on the showcase, and everybody's supposed to do their time. Right. And Patrice got on this thing where he was going to do. He was going to do extra. So if he went on before you, he would add a half hour. You know, <laughs> meanwhile, you're missing all your other spots. Yeah. So we got there was the wife thing, and then that happened in conjunction, and then we kind of got into it. And then, uh, but that that's um, were you uh, cool before he died? Uh, or no, we, I just you know, look, I wish the guy the best. He was hilarious, right? Uh, I can never take that from him, but I think that was sort of a we had a beef, and then I never got to fix it. Uh, or, part of know. me, not certainly not with Patrice, I like Patrice, but. When that happens, when I get in a fight with somebody, yeah. and then they die, whether it be by accident, yeah. they get sick. I go, mm, well, should have followed me. I seriously, I honestly, yeah. I'm such a baby like that. Uh, when I hear about like somebody from my high school that died, and they're like, you know that guy got in a car accident? I was like, oh, he was a dick to me in high school. That's just how I feel. Yeah, I've had a couple of those. Yeah. So I've had yeah. a couple of those. Yeah. But, uh, I don't. Right now, there's. I can't. I'm sure there have been some, but oh, it's I love mostly that. I think with. More within the establishment of the uh, of the comedy world rather than comedians per se. Yeah, yeah been a couple yeah. comics, but you when know. you are you treated like a hero in DC now that you've no man, no, I don't that's get ridiculous. Any love in DC, that's I ridiculous. Get no love in DC. It's so it's it's so hard to get work there. 
I don't know if I should even be saying this. No, You're supposed to promote listening. yourself, but it's, that's the real deal, man. In New York, I'm good. I work every club in New York. I can, you know, uh, people know me. I, I, I get the, but DC, it's just a, I, I do like the, when I go back, I visit my dad, you know, um, there's some indie spots. I'll go hit those rooms, but the, you know, it's, I don't understand it. And yeah. I've talked to a couple guys from there that have, you know, the, if your name was solid. Jersey Sal, when you go to yeah. Jersey, like, hey, Jersey Sal's here. It's just, it's crazy. Yeah. It's like it's in my name. People uh, know me. Right, right, Come right. On. But <laughs> I don't really, the love is not, uh, not apparent. So, uh, DC you know. Benny will be at uh, Snappers in Palm Harbor. It's uh, Snappers Grill and Comedy Club tonight. And then Friday and Saturday at 7 to 9.30, you can go to Snappers Grill with an E, grill.com. Uh, and you can also go to dcbenny.com to get information about him. Uh, very, very funny. You're a very funny comedian. I enjoyed when you were on TV. I was like, oh, look, uh, that's good. Uh, I, I wish I could remember. I, I want to say, I don't remember what it was, but I remember seeing you on uh, on uh, a non-traditional comedy show on TV. Like, it wasn't probably as old as the old school Bill Boggs show, but uh-huh. it was like one of those maybe evening at the improv or something. Oh, I've done yeah, is that what it is? At the improv. That's why for years I've known That's who so you were. Funny. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. I've done a lot of weird like non comedy stuff. Like I was on a soap opera. I've done Well like, yeah, tell weird... me about that. What soap opera? That was as the world turns. And the, and what is that your like a thing where your agent goes, Hey, I think you should try out for this. Well, They're looking for lighthearted the... handsome men. <laughs> it was the weird they were just like, they need this guy to be this bodyguard for this baby. That's on the show. The baby, the baby's like the cast member, and they keep firing people because they have to get along with the baby. And you, you have kids, right? And I'm yeah. like, I, I don't, I don't have kids. And they're like, well, you know, you. But I'm like, I can, you know, I can handle a kid. But this baby, man. This baby was, and it was like the baby had a manager. I came in there. I had to meet, you know, they're like, uh, your hands clean. Don't, you know, don't make eye contact with the baby. And it was just like this whole thing. And then the baby liked me, weirdly enough, because I did this thing that I did with my little brother when he was going to cry. I'd, I'd do the Fat Albert, like, wah, 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 wah. And he thought it was hilarious. So the baby loved that. So anytime, so I got to be the baby wrangler, and I started getting more and more episodes. I'm on this thing, you know, 11, 12 episodes. Oh, that's hilarious. I show up one day, they're like, the baby got fired. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Uh, and, and but they had a they had another baby. I got along with that baby, and it, it got it, it got to be. I got some work from that baby. Yeah. I got on Guiding Light. Boom! I got on Guiding Light. They're like the baby called. They you know, like, <laughs> yeah. so I've done a lot of a weird. I think, you guys still friends? You and the yeah, baby? Me and a baby. I haven't seen him in a while. There's a movie called Illegal Tender that I did. That was like a. It's kind of a cult. It's like the budget. Scarface, oh yeah, kinda, uh, and I was the the bad guy in that. And uh, it's was, it's interesting because you're you have that uh, you have that bad guy. Yeah, it's kind of like what nationality are you? I'm I'm Jewish. I was gonna say you could say anything. You could you could, you could say you were Italian. You could say you were Latino. Yeah. yeah, that's why I always play these guys like Law and Order. I'm always like Flacco, the drug dealer. Right. This guy, you know, you know, one eye or Anthony. I'm no neck Anthony. You know. Um, but uh, so that a lot of people have seen that, and I still get people come to the shows from that movie. You know, you uh, played Plaxico Diamond Phillips. Uh, oh, that was that in Love, Lose, Lose Love Brother. Plaxico Diamond Phillips. I was a janitor who was wanted to be a soap opera star. Yeah. Uh, in what movie were you the accountant? 
Uh, what was I? I was. I don't even remember. See, that's what I hope to do. Enough uh, credits where I don't remember oh, the names hell, of the character. What the hell was that? That was Might uh, been some Law and Orders or in something? a movie called Number Twelve. Uh, oh, it was a video short. Oh, that was a video short. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, how about where you played? <laughs> this guy's bartender. <laughs> bartender. That was a Louis C.K. Uh, short uh, that he did. He directed some. Uh, this uh, was the one I'm referring to. Uh, was a Howie Mandel. Oh, that's a. Uh, I've the, been a lot of bartenders. You are on the man. legend of I've Willie Brown. and bartenders and, you know, and, and male but, hustlers. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, hospital cop. There you oh, go. That oh. was uh, Freedom Land. With that was Sam Freedom Jackson Land. And yeah. Julia Moore. Yeah. Uh, what about Caesar? Oh, Caesar was illegal Cesar, tender. Cesar, yeah, that's the illegal tender. <laughs> Cesar. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And oh, don't forget in 2008, you played Suited Man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> suited oh. Man. Suited man. <laughs> that was a silent to... film. Yeah. Was silent. <laughs> he walks in and he goes, What are you guys doing all in sweatsuits? I'm the Suited Man. This is like, so funny. That's like Spanish. Yeah, Spanish. Spanish is suited, <laughs> man. Law and Order is great because they'll keep bringing you back in different characters. Yeah, I kept up in uh, the bodega guy. I'm always the guy. You were Eddie. Like, yeah, Eddie. Hey. I, 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 saw, I saw Phil. He did what he was happening. I don't know. You know, I don't want to talk. Yeah, yeah. You were snitch. Ramirez in uh, in the first one, and then yeah. you were Eddie in the second one. Yeah. I have seen every Law and Order, and I love when they do that because I go, hey, they, that DA was the guy that raped that lady in the <laughs> show. Now he's a DA. He turned he's his life around. Getting away with it. Nobody, nobody has any idea. Uh, this is DC Benny who is here with us. He is uh, a very funny comedian, and he'll be at Snappers tonight Snappers. through. Uh, yeah, it's interesting because Snappers is kind of out. It's in Palm Harbor, so it's a little bit outside the city, but they bring in great comedians. They're getting sushi better and better. Do they? Yeah, it's some sushi there last night. I got off the plane. They got the sushi guys at the bar. I'm like, Let me, what's good? He's like, the Yellowtail Man. Delicious. Yeah, see, uh, there you go. So it's, uh, you know, who knew? And, right? and, it, and it caters to a whole area of, uh, of Pasco and Pinellas County that people don't get to, to drive all the way over to Tampa, so uh, it, it's great. I think Rob's going to be out there as well. Yeah, Are you? I'm emceeing the whole weekend. Oh, so that's sorry. Right. Now Thursday I, through Saturday. Now I take I it all back. I Rob's uh, emceeing. Uh, I good things. So are you going to, you want to, do you feel no. comfortable now? Oh, I, I mean, thought you were going to make uh, me do stuff now. No, uh, no. I'm going to put you on, I, I can put you on the spot. It's never yeah. going to be good for you. And I don't want Benny to freak out yeah. and see you and be like, this guy's terrible. Why are we doing this? Uh-huh. What what uh, are you worried though? I mean, Benny's an a established li- comic now. I'm a little bit. Uh, I had uh, here's the thing. I he had just no came problem out. putting Patrice in his place. He's gonna have no problem <laughs> yeah. knocking you out. I've done. Uh, I'm not nervous about performing in front of other comedians. Like uh, I got. I think I got over that this weekend working with Florentine and stuff, and working for Chris Kattan. Even though he's not really, really Chris Kattan. He, okay, yeah. but he's uh, he still. It's a big name, and for me, that's yeah. a big deal. I've only been doing it for four months. So, uh, months. but I've never emceed before. So Johnny B. That seems an easier job. Welcome everybody. But, the funny though. guys are coming up. Up. That's the thing is that you're just supposed to be. This is what I've learned from Johnny B and Mo. Both were giving me tips, and they were just telling me professional you're, MCs. You're just there to kind of guide the audience right. for the acts. But my biggest thing is that you know it's still very regimented. Like everything I have said it, for my five minutes that I have that I'm going to be doing up there, it's been done 70 times at open mics. I do it over and over again. When so. you hand me new information that I have to memorize, oh at night no, and get out thrown there, off. That's when like the circuit starts shorting out, and I go oh, and then I crap my pants. What just I'm book hearing in, from man, Rob, book in. That's all. What I'm hearing from Rob is he's afraid he's going to be too funny. Yeah. I'll tell you what. One time I uh, emceed at the improv only because my um, buddy Burt Kreischer was there. Oh, I know Burt Kreischer. And, Burt. Yeah. And Good I was dude. drunk as hell. And I went up there and was like telling yeah. stories. I was yeah. like, let me tell you about Bert. And meanwhile, Bert's walking up on stage. I'm like, I didn't even, I didn't even <laughs> intro you yet. And he's like, just, just go, just move it along. I went, all right, all right. Bert Kreischer. 
Bert's oh, a great man. Bert's a great I, friend I, of the show. Man, Bert and I I used to do a show called Urban Myth in uh in the city and it was uh comedians telling stories. Right. And that was and Bert came and did it with me and I remember I mean it'd be winter and Bert would show up with flip flops with a toe ring <laughs> this was a bizarre thing I'm like dude, dude it's cold out it's January he's like oh you know and he had oh he had great stories he man. does that guy oh, yeah. uh, I he, love Bert Kreischer man. he is uh, he is very very funny and uh, we're, we're going on a cruise we do a cruise every year with listeners oh, cool. this is the 10th one and Bert's coming with us and Ralphie May is coming with us. Ooh, funny guys. Yeah, yeah. Man. So Ralphie's been on a couple. So has Bird, but Ralphie almost died on one of our cruises. So He's- he had he had walking <laughs> pneumonia. He spent most of the cruise in the infirmary. Oof. Yeah, yeah. They they actually thought about helicoptering him off the cruise at one point. It'd be a big helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's seriously, <laughs> it's like that Jaws scene where Jaws grabs it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it should be, should be pretty interesting. That's awesome. It'll man. be That's fun. Cool. All right, well, go fun. see DC Benny at Snappers, and now you get to go uh, see Rob as well. And are you there? When are you there? Tonight, uh, too? All weekend, so oh, Thursday man. through Saturday. All right, good. That'll be exciting. Don't be late for work tomorrow. Oh, you're no, going to be no, out no, there no. telling jokes with Benny. It's an early show tonight. It's 7.30. All right. But you have to stay till it's oh, over. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. I'm going to be honest with you, I'll probably end up just coming back here and sleeping here. Because that's why when I go downtown to Tampa, it's so far to go back home. It's easier to just come sleep in that gross couch. So. Oh, we wow. need to build bunk beds in there for you. Yeah. You and Smash and Joey. Oh, yeah. yeah. The three of you could live in a. Why don't you in sleep there. in a drawer? Pick a drawer, and the three of you can go in there. All right, De- uh, Benny. Very good to meet you, man. Thank you for, Thank you for coming me on, in. Man. I appreciate and it. go see Benny at uh, Snappers. Oh, that's what I wanted to bring up, Benny. Yeah. You got a, a paper with jokes on it. I it, never know with these radio shows. I oh. never know what it's going to be. Sometimes you can come on and have a natural conversation like we just did. Right. Sometimes it's like it's like Bill and Tom in the morning and uh, we want your, uh, you know. What would you have what would you have done? What would you have done? What would you let's I, pretend I, we're on I don't know what the hell I had. Hey guys, it's, we're back to the Slinky and Bobo show hey, in the studio to, with you them. You want us to set you up? Yeah, yeah you want yeah, us to be set like, you up? hey, here's what I would have done. Here's one of them. Let me ask you a question about Donald Trump. I don't know. You say you have a pet? You're an animal lover apparently? Hey, Benny, so I'm reading in your bio over here. Yeah. You're an animal lover. Yeah, actually, Aren't you know, uh, it's funny you say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jewish. I got a German shepherd. That's a bad combination because he's always looking at me like he's thinking about the good old days. You know? uh, he doesn't bark. He just stands by the door when people walk by. There are your papers. Show me your papers. <laughs> I, I don't have a bell. I don't have a bell or something. <laughs> Man, that must really suck. Uh, oh yeah, no, but a lot of the time you gotta you gotta do that on the on the radio. So I never know. Yeah, uh, I I don't listen this. T- I just I ask on the way over. I'm like, do I, should I come with the bullet points? And you and and often did, that's the did, case. What did she say about us? She was like, it's gonna be fine. A bunch there bunch of jerk offs. Yeah. 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 She's like, watch out for Rob. Is, <laughs> is the guy. And I was like, well, look at that. The owner of the radio station came down in this suit. <laughs> <laughs> He's so young, right? <laughs> to greet us. <laughs> owner of radio station is Spanish, and it was just uh, I, so it was, you know, it was, it was kind of a, a, a for, opening. For years, I grew, I grew up in radio. Like, I yeah. started when I was young, and my nickname was Cowhead. <laughs> and I had one of the main reasons why I wanted to change that, which I've only changed it like two years ago, uh-huh. was because I of that reason of people coming over to the station. They go, "Where are we going?" And somebody goes, "The Cowhead Show." And I go, "Jesus Christ, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's like that is what I know is going on in the car." I mean, then they get here and they're delightfully surprised. Yeah, but and they look at my head and they go, "Oh, I, I get it now." You know what I mean? But that was the main problem is I could just see eyes rolling in the car the of people on the way over here. Yeah. yeah, well, it does give it's a, there's a perception of what it could. 
could be. Yes. Sure. Like there's a stuffed cow and there's a oh, yeah. you know, And I moo every time you tell a joke. <laughs> Overalls and you have a cowbell. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, let's do some comic beef. You know, who you None of that. I, I always want to know. I'm fascinated by a couple of things with everybody is how you got into the business uh, and then how much money you make. That's all uh, I want to know. Well, that's a short conversation with how much money I make. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's, it fluctuates. It's a little bit here, a little bit there. And uh, okay, you know. Listen, the story about just working with the baby on the soap opera is enough <laughs> for me, fantastic. man. I was good with that. Uh, pleasure to have you in here, pleasure man. Go here. see Thank Benny. You, He's man. a very funny comedian. DC Benny at Snappers. Go even though Rob's going to be there. Oh, we will take you. a quick break. It is the Mike Calder Show. Steve and Julie Weintraub here for the Golden Diamond Source. If you're thinking about getting engaged, Golden Diamond Source is your one-stop destination. Shop, compare, and save at the Golden Diamond Source. 3800 Olmerton Road. Or online at goldendiamondsource.com. 